today's practice any any reason to uh go inside with the weather or is this an outside day um yeah we'll be outside okay and i i guess just more of a general thing with the you know you had like rare snow in late october and then the mild weather i was curious just how the condition of the upper fields there are hanging in um because i know you know usually you're down on the lower field but with this year with the spacing of the you know that you're probably trying to work with i'm just sort of curious how the fields are holding up oh good good we um uh, you know, because we didn't have fans in training camp, we were able to balance the fields off on the upper uh, end. You know, normally we, with the fans, we do all our work close, or, you know, a lot, most of our teamwork on the um, the field closest to the fans. And then this year we were able to split that up, um, you know, try to save the lower field for the end of the year uh, because that's heated. So if we have, um, you know, colder weather that we want that field to be in good shape for the end of the year to deal with the uh, you know potential freezing issues and then just one on the personnel um i know uh, jordan thomas the tight end there that was claimed on waivers i know he's still going through the testing um obviously personnel wise you've had a run of injuries at the tight end spot so i'm sure that's part of what led you to him but just as a player what um what is jordan thomas potentially you know, offer you based on your scouting of him and, you know, in college, I guess, and pros. All right. Well, he's a, you know, big kid, um, you know, has a, you know, a wide body, but pretty athletic. So he may be able to do some other things as well. We'll see how it goes when we get him. Um, you know, he's been in a system similar to ours. So we'll, we'll see how quickly that comes along. Question from Chris Ryan, followed by Tom Kern. Morning, Bill. Hey, Chris. Uh, hey, all right, good. Um, there's always a lot of discussion in games like this about the you know, the chess match that takes place between you and an elite offensive player. Uh, and I'm curious as to what that is like for you and what is your, your mindset or your level of enjoyment of trying to game plan against you know, an elite player or offense like Lamar Jackson? Yeah, well, it's, you know, when you play the Ravens, it's really about team defense. Um, they they have a lot of options on every play, so it's, you're not just trying to stop one thing, and whatever you do, they have, um, you know, potentially an answer to it. So if you take away, away one thing, they have something else that's built into the play. So it's a, a lot of post-snap reads uh, for the quarterback, and, and he makes a lot of good decisions. Um, so, you know, they generally get the, the ball where they want it on that particular play. Uh, that's, you know, that's kind of the way they're built. Not all plays are like that, but they have a lot of them. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to, like you always do against the Ravens or this type of offense, you just have to play good team defense. Everybody, you know, taking care of their responsibility and, if you have two guys or three guys doing the same thing or overplaying something, then you know you're going to be vulnerable somewhere else. And generally speaking, they do a good job of hitting that because they're they're reading and after the snap, recognizing where you go. And if 
you know, two guys go to the same place, then they they put the ball where where those guys left. So it's you know, it's a challenging um challenging offense for sure. You know, they have good complement of, you know, the running the ball, throwing the ball. They have good power plays and they have speed plays on the perimeter. So I have to have to be ready to deal with all of it. Is figuring out how to address those challenges the thing that you enjoy most about this job? Uh, well, there's, you know, being a head football coach, you you know, you're involved in a lot of things. I mean, honestly, I enjoy all of them. They're all important components to team building and competing and so forth, whether it's for a season or a game or a daily practice. So all the things that go into it uh, are important. They all add up in the final result. So, I, you know, I enjoy all the parts of the process and You, know, you can't you can't have good success on the field without good preparation. You can't have good preparation without you know having a lot of detail and in the information you assemble. Got to be able to teach it. And you know, fortunately, I have a great staff that's really able to do most all of that work. So yeah, but I, I enjoy all aspects of the game. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Next question, Tom Kern, and I'll encourage anyone else to raise your hand if you want to ask a question. Bill, when you were just kind of referencing team building, it, it brings me to a question that I wanted to ask about player development. And we saw Dalton Keene this week go on IR, and then it was Devin Asiasi the prior week. And obviously those are injuries, but just really over the last four years, drafted players, do you have any idea why you've had a harder time getting consistent production and development from the guys that you've selected in the draft? Well, let's say each, look, anytime you bring a player onto your team, you put him into a role or a situation that you think fits him. Sometimes you have to modify that a little bit as you get to know the player. And then you work work with him to try to develop that. Um, and he competes with other players at whatever position it is or whatever role it is. And ultimately you choose, or we choose, I choose, the best the best player out of that competition. So. That's really the process. I, I don't know how else to answer the question. It's obviously, each player is different. Each player competes with different players. Positions are different, so it's, uh, I don't know there's a general answer to that. I guess then the upshot of it is that a lot of the players who have been brought in via the draft since 2017 haven't won those competitions or gained your faith and confidence to allow them to play a lot. These guys, certainly, Michael and we knew has been terrific. And this year's kind of a screwy year, but with Juwan Williams, Kajust and Froholt have had injuries. Obviously, Stidham's got a ways to go. Duke Dawson drafted in the second round, hasn't played you know, for your team at all. I mean, there's, and there's plenty of guys we can go with undrafted guys that you've collected. But it's just I know how much you put into the draft. And I know how much every team puts into the draft. And I, I guess there's a disconnect between whether it's injuries 
development, competition. So not asking a question on it and continuing to write or spitball about it doesn't do us any good if we don't ask the guy who is in charge of it. Yeah. Well, Tom, I'd say the most important thing to me is winning games. And um, I'm not going to apologize for our record over the last 20 years. I mean, I, I've seen a lot worse. So ultimately, we try to put the best team on the field that we can to be competitive. And I don't really see that changing. So whoever those players are or aren't, that's, that's the responsibility I feel to the team is the competition plays itself out and the better players play, whoever they are. I know you referenced the last 20 years, but over the last four, really since about 2014, do you think the drafting and the production of getting drafted players has been where you'd hoped? And that's my last one, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, Tom, my focus has been on the Ravens, not on right now drafting scorecard, which I understand you want to write about that, which is great. Um, but really trying to focus on getting ready for the Ravens. So I think I'll leave my attention on that. Next question, Alvin Siegel, followed by Evan Lazar. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Al. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson is, is a very unique player with unique skills. Um, Cam Newton has some similar skills. I'm not trying to compare the two, more so than Tom Brady did. So I'm wondering if you think your defense going against Cam Newton led offense all year in practice has helped them a little bit more get ready for, you know, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson than they did over the past 20 with a different type of quarterback. Yeah, well, we've certainly seen uh, plays that uh, the Ravens and other teams uh, have run from our offense more this year than we have in other years. Um, so there's a lot of plays that, that we've seen that, you know, we didn't really have. And so, you know, we draw them up and so forth. And um, you know, there are other teams we play that uh, run plays that we might have seen more of in previous years than we see this year from our offense. So, you know, if we change or tweak your offense or defensive system a little bit, then that, yeah, that there's a, you know, balance there. It's no different than being a four-man line team or being a three-man line team. If you work against the one or the other in training camp on a regular basis and then you see the other one during the year, then you're a little bit less familiar with it, you know, and vice versa. So that's, I'd say no matter what system you run, there's an element of that. Um, whether it be on offense, defense, special teams, like whatever you run, you're, you know, you get more looks at that. Whatever you don't run, there are other teams in the league that run, you know, other systems that you, you don't use for whatever reason uh, or don't use very much of. And so you have to simulate those to your players and, you know, try to get them to understand how they, they need to um, block or defend or whatever the case might be is with that. But to answer your question, yes, we've, we've run more of those plays in our offense, and so we've seen more of them in, in training camp and in practice going against our offense.
for sure. Thanks, Bill. Two final questions, Evan Lazar and Dan Roach. Hey, Coach, I just wanted to ask you about uh, Damien Harris and what you've seen from him as he continues to develop along here. Yeah, well, I, I think we've talked about this several times this year, but, you know, the guys going into their second year um, are significantly ahead of where they, they are in their first year. And uh, Damien, you know, didn't have a lot of opportunity his rookie year um, due to the the players that were in front of him at his position and and the health of those players. Um, you know, he's gotten a chance to play this year, and, you know, he's shown to be a very competitive and productive player. Um, it's different, but I'd say in a way, you know, some similarities to James White. You know, James didn't play his rookie year uh, and then, you know, had an opportunity to play his second year. And uh, again, I'm not comparing the two players, but I'm just saying their situations were similar in that James and Damian didn't play their rookie year. And then when they got a chance to play in their second year, uh, you know, you saw some skills that those players performed, uh, you know, at a, at a pretty good level. So, uh, but part of that's opportunity. Part of that's also, you know, taking the time when they're not playing in their early career to uh, develop their skills, to, you know, have a better understanding of what they're, you know, what they're doing, the offense, the defense, the, the reads, the assignments and so forth. And, and, you know, get to a higher level of training. And so Damien's done that. He's, he's in good shape. He's came to camp ready to go. He's been a really consistent player for us all year. He, you know, missed some little time early in the year. Um, but he's, you know, when he's been out there, he's been, he's been consistent. He's been dependable. And last question, Dan Roach. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Dan. Um, hi, uh, just a, a thought on, it's been about a month uh, that you guys have been able to now practice on a normal basis. So what have you seen from the team over the course of that month and when you were able to start practicing again after everything was basically halted uh, for a while uh, and what kind of progress you've made as far as practice is concerned going on? Yeah, I think we made a lot of improvement. Um, yeah, but we still, as a team, need... It's, we just need to play with more consistency. Um, and we have good good moments, and we've done some things well in some games, and then other things well in other games. And I just say overall, if we can you know develop more consistency, play closer to a full sixty minutes of football, good football, uh, that that would that would help us. But we're we're definitely gaining on it. I mean, we're a lot better than we were a month ago. Now other teams have gotten better too, so it's not you know. It's not like everybody's standing still and we're we're moving forward. So, uh, but we've gotten better, and that's the players have worked hard. They've you know recognized things that we uh, fundamentally need to do or schematically need to do. You know, as coaches, we've I think tried to respond to the um, the strengths and weaknesses um, of our of our players and. You know, try to utilize them accordingly. So it's certainly been a combination of you know effort by the coaching staff and the players to to perform better. Um, and we definitely have you know practiced better. And I'd say overall we perform better in the games. That's not always necessarily you know there on the final score, but 
there's it, when you look at a lot of the little things that add up on each play, um, you know, more more good than what there was before. So that's a good thing. And you've never had that over your career, that, that, that kind of a halt. How much did that affect you when you look back on it as far as what you're trying to do as a team? You know, you've been doing this for, for so many years. How much did it, did, it, did it interrupt what you were doing, impede your progress as, as a team, as an organization? Yeah, I don't know, Dan. I, I couldn't put a percentage on it. I'd just say looking forward, we need to continue to to take advantage of the whatever opportunities we have on the field, um, in classroom situations, film situations, walkthroughs, uh, to continue to work on the things um, to make them more consistent, to make them better, to be better fundamentally, uh, to have better results in games. And so that's what we'll continue to do. I mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't know what, I don't know what, how to evaluate the looking back part of it, but I'd say looking forward is that's, that's what our plan is and that's what we've been doing. And I think that's the right process. We just got to make the most of it. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Great. Thank you.